Gaga and Born This Way on Today FM Weekend Breakfast. Allison Curtis with you until 11 o'clock this morning. Thank you so much for all your messages. 0874-100-102 if you want to stick them into a voice note. Now, as promised, Lily Higgins is joining us on the show and we're talking about off-screen activities. Spring has nearly sprung. Like, you can hear it. It's getting warmer. The evenings are getting longer. But we're still emerging from hibernation and we're looking for things that we can do with the kids that do not involve screens. Lily, how are you? Great. Very good, Alison. Thanks. How are you? Not at all. It's great to have you back on the show. It's been a little while, actually. So, Lily, you have three kids. Do you find it really tricky to keep them off the screens? I do. You know what? Even my mind, when I'm thinking of things, I'm like, with Google a recipe, you know? It's, everything seems to be on screens or even games that they can all play together. Yeah. So, like, they're 8, 11, and 12. And sometimes, like, it actually is great fun for them all to play Mario Kart. But I also know that's another screen thing, you know? I know. So, um, so we've invested in a few things like... You know, even like the, you know, the ping pong table tennis set has yeah. been fantastic all over Christmas. And you can just clip it onto the side of any table and they have great fun at that. So that's been really good. Um, and they, they know how to play chess. I don't know how to play chess, but they are all very competitive with each other. But I'm actually, actually happy that I don't. Lily, you know? is that, I wonder why that has kind of come back into vogue, because I know a lot of kids in Jones class know how to play it as well isn't it yeah but it's really strategic as well you know i think that's what they love is it is almost like a computer game or something as well they have to really think about where they're putting their pieces Mm. and you know winning so i find they really love that and like they're 8 11 and 12 so we've gotten over the stage of flipping the board and crying in a tantrum and that you know we've just gotten over that stage (laughs) so um so they do love that and i actually hazel got a little set you know from jiminy you know that toy shop um a little weaving set as well that she loves so she can weave little blankets for all our cats have little blankets that she's made oh my god that is Um, cute yeah, and it's really simple and it's a bit, you know, it's, it's a bit faster than knitting. You know, by knitting, they tend to need a lot of help with and everything. But weaving is, you know, it's something she can do herself. And she was even saying she finds it really calming and relaxing to do it, you know. Oh, wow. So that's good. That's yeah. great. Well, we kind of wanted to base the conversation around the book, The Homemade Year, Lily Higgins. And it's just, you've, I, I go back to this book quite a bit, Lily. I love it. I love how it uh-huh. looks. I love everything about it. So things to make, do and eat at home in every season. And I like that idea as well that you've broken it down by that and it's it's not just all food it's obviously a lot of crafting and I think that's one thing that we did all learn or try and pick up a few more skills when we were at home like I know a lot of people did as you say they took up knitting and crocheting for the first time in years definitely yeah and it's it's just that it's actually so rewarding and so fun to do as well um and even like that my living room is just strewn with like baking books as well my kids just love baking so they've got books and bits and pieces everywhere so i think some of the crafts i was going to talk to you about today kind of combine being outside and being inside so it's like something for when there's good weather so one of the things is like a jewelry tree which is really cute so You know, you can buy these, but this is actually made from wood. So it's just like a little collection of twigs and branches that you decorate and paint. And you bind it together with string at the end and then you can hang all your jewellery on it. So, and I just place it into a jar or like a vase. Yeah. So it's a lovely gift. Like Mother's Day is a bit far away. It's March the 10th. But this is a lovely little project. So when it's nice weather, you can go for a walk in the woods and just pick up branches from the ground. And then on a rainy day, you can paint them and you can bind them together. And it actually looks so pretty. I still have my bedroom. Yeah. And like the picture you have in the book, and I like how you break it down in the book as well, because you do a description of it, but you also say, what do you need? So it's kind of like a recipe. And these are the things that you need. And they're all things that, you know, people, you know, 
could get like twigs, branches. You know, a lot of people would have paint or brown paper at home or string and probably maybe need to get the vase or the jar, but that would be it. And it would be a really cute gift for somebody. And even, you know, this is something a three-year-old can do. You know, they can help do this and feel like they're actually achieving something. I mean, that's what's really important to me, I think, is that, you know, kids can do things that are achievable for them. You know, that they get that sense of accomplishment when they finish it, I think is so important because it makes it more likely for them to do something creative again than, you know, they're getting that reward, you know. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, the, next so one I like, the next one I really thought was really cute, uh, which is something I would never think to do myself, is a toadstool centerpiece. And it's basically egg boxes and people have those egg <laughs> cartons. They do. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, like, I remember in play school when I was about three painting egg boxes to look like bells at Christmas, you know, so I've always loved, um, like, the texture of them is lovely to paint with, you know, they just soak up the paint. They're just such a lovely texture. Um, But they're also very like the... um, outside of a mushroom yeah. so you know the lovely traditional fly agaric mushrooms the red with white dots mm-hmm. they just they're very sort of in vogue for um interiors and that at the moment as well so even at christmas there was loads of them but they actually make a beautiful centerpiece if you use the little cups from the egg box and paint them to look like mushrooms yeah and then it, it sounds a bit complicated but you're basically sellotaping them all or using some of the paper masking tape to put them on a plate and then get loads of little bits of moss and leaves and daisies and even like dandelions look super cute on this yeah. and just put them all together on the plate and it's a lovely little centerpiece you know you could add like the little foil covered chocolate bunnies or things like that and yeah. they just look absolutely gorgeous the, the one really in the cute. book is incredible as well and again it's like okay so we have egg carton scissors uh, paintbrushes glue and tape at home so it's just kind of going out and collecting like moss or leaves yeah. or whatever you want I think that's a brilliant idea um, Lily yeah. as well something that we would have done this is something I associate with the 90s and we did this a lot as teenagers even (laughs) is tie-dyeing and just you know it doesn't have to be a t-shirt it can be anything yeah it can be anything like that's like I'm not the best at washing clothes I have to say all my laundry I'm just a disaster at it so when I when I'm faced with like a white t-shirt that has a stain on it I think it would just be easier to tie-dye it than actually get that stain out (laughs) so so all my children going around in tie-dyed clothes no um I think this is a lovely project actually for you know all the old polo shirts when you're finished the year in school like they've all the white polo shirts and they can get the summer out of them then if they tie-dye them and use the lovely Posca markers or something to decorate them so I have like a list of all the natural food dyes you can use like raw beetroot red onion skins give a really good colour oh. and hibiscus flowers yeah. yeah and then we're just using vinegar to sort of set the colour in that so even if you wash it a few times it'll fade but you'll still see that lovely colour yeah. and it's just tying it with twine so these are all things that you'd have in your house you know like you'd have like you can use coffee grounds to make a lovely brown color. Would that like that would work, obviously, because like coffee does stain, right? So it that does would work. stain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really I never stain. thought of yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but it works lovely. It gives like lovely muted natural colors as well. You know, it's not that real vibrant, but it's more faded muted um, pastel colors, which I really love. Um, and like that, it's something really rewarding and you could do it outside, you know, ideally outside. It's really exactly. good. Lily, um, I just love the book, beautiful. The Homemade Year, Lily Higgins. It, a lot of people say, what's the name of that book? My daughter is super crafty now. I know it's been out and available oh. for a little while, but it's just different than other books because it is kind of just, it's, it's almost could have been written back in time in a way that we appreciate that, you know, not everything, as you say, was screens long and long ago. And people can find you on Instagram as well. Lily with two L's underscore Higgins. And I'll share photographs on my own channels everything that we've talked about this morning and Lily thank you so much for your time thanks Alison thanks for having me it's always great to chat to you take care bye
Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This is brand new music, DNA by Billy Gillies and Hannah Boylan.